Hey everyone, after having some heady conversations over the last two episodes, Gab and I are here to talk about relationships, which perhaps will also get heady because it's impossible for it not to become with me, <laughs> um, but nevertheless, it should be a little less. So I want to start this conversation off in a different way. So before I start, I'll sort of say the structure of the next four episodes. So I'd like to talk about what it's like being apart, what it's like being together, what it's like being apart again after being together for a long period of time or whatever period of time, and then how to work together to make it work. And there's a lot of things to be said in all of that, but yeah, that's the reason why we're going to have... (laughs) <laughs> a maximum of four hours to dig into all that so um it'll be good but this uh this first one is about being apart and uh, as i said i want to frame it in a different way i think when we think about being apart all we think about are bad things but mm-hmm. i do think that there are good things that come with being apart so i wanted to ask you to start what are good things about being apart for you Hello, everyone. <laughs> I figured I didn't need to introduce you again. <laughs> but it's it's good to say hello. I know. <laughs> well, um, a good thing about being apart. I would say that there is a lot of conversation. Mm-hmm. That's probably the best thing. Mm. Like, there's no way... To like not to talk, correct. Well, because talk is the only way. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So I mean, of course, that could be a way, but um, yeah, it seems like a less likely way. <laughs> yeah, of course. Like how 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 does that work? Yeah. So to yeah, I think the best thing maybe it's is that mm-hmm. there's a lot of conversation, a lot of room for conversation, like. You just come to really talk about a lot of things, mm-hmm. to discuss a lot of things, and to learn a lot about the other person, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are your favorite part of our conversations? My favorite part of our conversations? Or maybe a better way to phrase it is, what do you think it has been about our conversations that has been meaningful enough and enjoyable enough for us to have carried with the conversations for 10 months straight and then to do it for six months and then to do it for two months like what do you think it has been that's interesting i never thought about that i think well at first i think it's just that we could connect very well and that we would have very interesting conversations and very open mm-hmm. like since day one <laughs> um, we, we were always very open to each other I was just very um, interested in trying to be vulnerable at all, like 100% vulnerable for the first time in my life mm-hmm. so I think that was the fuel, you know, because like, we knew that it was this 
our conversations were some sort of safe place for vulnerability and feelings and openness and curiosity in general. Mm-hmm. So yeah. And I think because of that we built what we built and kept doing that because we knew that we could have the bond and the connection even though we were not together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. This um this takes me back to a lot of really good things, which has been, you know, we met each other not in person and the first eight months of our relationship were purely talking through yes. texts and also on video calls. Yes. And in doing that, the only way to develop a relationship with someone is through talking to them and through getting to know them as a person, through yes. coming to appreciate them as a person. Like, you can't do anything... Well, you can't prioritize the sexual and romantic aspects of the relationship yes. because it'll just stop very quickly. Yeah. Because it will get boring. Because we as humans are, aren't built for that 24-7 all the time. It will fall and it will crash. Mm-hmm. So it's like you need to be friends first. You need to come together yes. first. And you need to understand each other first. And I feel like we did that really well. And we were consistently curious about each other yeah. and wanted to ask each other things. And we're willing to share the things that we thought about each other and the things that we thought about the world, the things mm-hmm. we thought about ourselves. And... I thought that that was really cool. Um, relationships like that have always touched my heart and to be able to share that with you at the beginning and to know that you were really interested and cared for me and like wanted to build something with me was really meaningful. Um, so that was, that was a, a really big thing, I think, for, for us in those first eight months was to develop that sort of relationship where we could talk to each other and it was clear that we didn't just care for each other in a a sexual or romantic way or for some feelings that we would get from each other but rather it was it was deeper than that and it was a friendship and intellectual bond something that allowed us to open ourselves in many new ways and i whenever I talk to my friends about relationships, um, this comes up, right, of how does a long-term relationship work? You need to know the person and understand the person and be willing to accept everything that that person is. Um, I mean, for the longest time in our relationship, I've known the emotional challenges you've consistently had to face. And I could have easily at any point said, you know what, no. I know. But it's like you, you, you can't just look at the bad things of a person. <laughs> you look at everything that they are and you say, hey, do all these good things that they bring me outweigh the bad stuff and the challenging stuff? And do you say, hey, maybe these good things can propel us to work on these challenging things for us to get better, for me to help this person? And in that point, it's, it's worthwhile. And to go back to the, the romance stuff, um, we went out to dinner with my cousin Ryan and his girlfriend Morgan the other day. Yeah. 
and my classic line popped out. Um, um, <laughs> you know, a relationship is like an ice cream sundae. <laughs> yeah. Sex is like the cherry on top. So without everything else, it's not a sundae. But without the cherry, it's not the sundae either. So, because without the cherry, it's just uh, a friendship. It's just a connection you have with this other person, but it's not a full romantic relationship. And I think those eight months allowed us to put down the ice cream, to put down the whipped cream, to the hot fudge, the sprinkles, before we put the cherry on top. Mm -hmm. And I am really happy to be able to say that I still see our relationship that way. Like, even after having spent, what, seven months in person together now, like, at, at, yeah, no, at no point did I, did Not. I ever say, you know what, like, that cherry is m- much bigger than it was for me at any other point. Like, it was always just the small cherry. Like, it was this additional thing that added onto and sort of finalize this component of what it means to be in a relationship but it was like i want the ice cream first like i'm not eating i'm not eating a a sundae for the cherry i'm eating (laughs) a sundae because i want the ice cream i want the whipped cream i want everything else i want the bits of pretzel on the inside all that stuff so yeah that's that's my quick way that i've i've come to see this of just how important it is to be a part and how meaningful it can be to be a part. But I do want to get into the the hard stuff. Um, eventually. Are there any other good things? Well, yeah. Like um, what? You kind of... Um, I don't know how to put that, but... I think you... It's good that you learn to have your space. Mm-hmm. You have the space for your things mentally like you do you do you you know like you do your friends and you go to your things you know like it's not like oh 100% of the time just being a couple you know yeah yeah, yeah. that's very positive for me mm-hmm. I think it's a good thing yeah what makes that particularly positive for you or what makes that stick out um because I feel like sometimes people could have the tendency to just when they are in a relationship just to start doing everything together and some maybe just losing a part of themselves mm-hmm. because now they're just a part of a couple and not a full person anymore you know sure and yeah that that, that would be my answer yeah. It doesn't mean that you cannot have a personal space or have your own life if you're not a part, but definitely being a part kind of helps you to have that because if you, you know, if you don't have the person right beside you and you still don't, you know, don't have a life of your own, what you have then, like, you know. Yeah, not much. Yeah. So. Yeah, you end up being in a more incomplete person if you rely yes. on the other person to to fill your voids and to to fill you yes. and i really appreciated that part of 
when we are away and not with each other like I feel like it it in a way facil- facilitates a lot of our conversations too because I'm like hey Gabby's doing her own things I'm gonna go do my own things and we'll do a bunch of stuff and then we'll come together and we'll be able to talk about all that like what did you emotionally experience what did you think about what did you learn what are you pondering yeah what what are some changes that you're trying to make in your life what are some things that you're really working to keep steady like what what are all those things um and being able to share that with someone in a space where like you're encouraged to do that because it's the only thing to do um that's huge so yeah. yeah i think that that's that's a really important point of saying hey you need your own life <laughs> and this other piece this other person needs their own life too does that mean that your own life is going to be the exact same when you're together no but can a number of those components remain the same can you continue to do a number of things for yourself yeah absolutely yeah of course um like things i notice when we are apart are i am definitely in much more contact with my friends on whatsapp like i definitely text a lot more mm-hmm. like last week i didn't text a person like <laughs> like that never happens like if I, if I was all alone by myself like i would have to be making a concerted effort where i was saying hey i'm not going to use my phone at all over this week versus when i'm with you i'm like hey i i kind of want to make this choice to put the phone down and to not use it as much and to really try to make the most of our minutes and our time together yeah that's you, also because yeah. we are in the situation that we are like it's not like we're exactly you know like yeah you're not not texting your friends because we're weird it's just because yes. we are not together correct all yeah. the time so yeah. like yeah yeah exactly but i think that that's like a good thing that being apart promotes it's like you start to really appreciate the time with your partner and you take it less for granted. Yeah. Or it's like, oh, I can just go see them because they're down the road. Like, or they're just in my house all the time. I feel like in those circumstances, you can really easily forget what it is that you have mm-hmm. and f- miss how meaningful that is and how great of a thing that is and, and, and how you shouldn't just let that slip that understanding slip and I think that being apart really allows that you know at least I quite frequently have the thought of Gabby's here with me and I get to go kiss her in the middle of my work day like that's a that's an awesome thing yeah and like I don't get to do that all the time so let's really be with this Let's be as present as possible with this. Um, And I really find myself doing that a lot, which I think I would still probably do to a degree in a circumstance in which it was all in person, but I don't think I would do it as much. Yeah, I understand that. Yeah, and I don't think it would mean as much as it has come to mean to me. Yeah. So, yeah, I find that to be pretty impactful of when we are together the ability to appreciate that time is uh, it's quite profound yeah 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 so 
Is there anything else that comes to mind of good things? Um, do you have some? Because I just said two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think um, I think a lot of the things that you said encapsulate what I think. I think having one's own time to be oneself and to be by oneself is important. And being apart and in a relationship forces that. Um, and it, at least for me, has allowed me to have the space to connect with other friends and to build other relationships and to, um, to really work on things that I want to work on and to be present with my family and to work on things here that, um, just come as trade-offs when, when you're here. So it's like, I try to do my best and make the most of what I have in my present life at a given moment. Yes. And, and it's like, hey, you're not here, okay. I've got my family here and my friends here and perhaps more windows of time in which I can be by myself and also yeah, more course. more windows of time in which I can talk to friends who I don't typically get to talk to as much mm-hmm. when, when I'm with you. So, um, so yeah, I think that those are all positive things for me. Yeah. Um, and also just sure. general flexibility. Um, like... There are benefits of, like last night, I went out to see my friend mm-hmm. at a cafe for us to talk because he asked to, to talk privately. So I went out with him and like, there's that weird feeling in your gut of like, oh, I'm going to leave Gabby home. Eh. Especially because of us being in a, a long distance relationship of, mm-hmm. I'm going to let those two hours on a, a nice weeknight where we would have spent that together just go by. It's like, sure. Yeah, I guess yeah. I will because... It's healthy to be able it's to do that. Problem, yeah. yeah, and yeah, it's like, what are you gonna do? It's a it's a small thing, and we have multiple values, and we need to value those things adequately enough in yeah, life. So, you find a way to reason yourself around it to make it feel like yeah. the right choice. So, oh, fine. Yeah, I think <laughs> so. And that's the other thing. Like, you got to give your other your your partner some space. And that's the thing. I know, like, yeah. It's it's easier to get space. And yeah. you probably feel like you have too much space when you're not together. Mm-hmm. But when you are together, you can say, oh, I know how good it feels to have space. And when I don't have space, I can clearly identify when I'm not having space. So, yeah, of course. Um, so perhaps... So it's just too... Um, it's too extreme, right? Mm-hmm. It's like not together and then together whole time yeah together 24 7 for three months straight you know yeah Yeah, like of the six months that we spent together in rio i probably went out without you two times yeah well um, except except, for running yeah exactly except for running i was gonna say that yeah because i I would go out running and that would be always without you and i always run without music or at least the second time that I went down. So, like, yeah, I had a lot of time yeah. to myself. When you add it all up, I mean, half hour every three days. Or when I would go, like, to um, work out or to something like that. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, good point. Yeah. Yeah. So, I think those are, that's a good summary of the good things of being apart, which I think people need to hear, like... It's not all bad. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> and to think it's all bad and is like, just a bad way very to go honest, by. I, I, it sucks. You're like, okay. Yeah, we'll get bad. into why it sucks. But, but go ahead. Yeah. There is this thing that's good that's like, oh. Because, like, I don't know, most of my friends who are, like, with someone in a relationship, mm-hmm. they work, of course, they, um, all of them. Yeah. They have their things, they study. And there's this sense of responsibility of, like, oh, I need to see my boyfriend, you know, like, oh, my God, it's been, yeah. like, three days, and we, or, like, one week that we didn't see each other, I have to go, and, like, uh, and it seems like a lot to deal with to like oh yeah you need to fit that person into your weekly um routine Mm -hmm. and sometimes it just might be hard like i don't know if you leave work yeah late or yeah if you don't have a lot of time in the weekend and then you feel bad and just Mm -hmm. and when you don't have a person there's yeah like like okay we're gonna fit time to like talks and to video calls but like Mm -hmm. it's not like it's not big trouble, you know, it's just, it's easier. Yeah, yeah. To just find that time, you know. And when we're together, we're always together, so we don't have mm-hmm. to worry about that, too. Like, yeah, We're yeah. always together, even though we're not doing something together, we're just working. Mm-hmm. But we're still together, so that's great, too. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Yeah, those are good points. And even the language you used of, like, oh, I have to do this, like... I never feel like I have to no, spend time with you, you know? Yeah, no. But like, I don't feel like, like they do that. Sure. Yeah, but, the... but that's what people say, right? Like, yeah. people, people use their language that way. And mm. that's an interesting conversation for another time. But, like, how much meaning we should derive from the way that people use words, even if they use them unconsciously. Mm-hmm. Um, like, have to versus get to. Yes. For me, that's, that's a big difference. Like, yeah. I can't versus I'm not. Like, these are two different things. Like, I cannot do something. is like, I am not able to do that. I do not have the capacity versus I am not. is like, oh, I, I'm not doing this thing right now. Mm-hmm. Yes. But that's not me counting myself out from being able to do it. So I do think that language is, is important. And I see, like, in, in our relationship, I never find myself saying, oh, I, I have to FaceTime Gabby. It's like, no. no. Yeah. It's like, I'm, I'm making this choice. And perhaps yeah. that's also a part of this we're very aware of thing. Yeah. yeah, we definitely are very aware of the words we use. And I learned to be that with you. You think so? Yeah, because in the beginning of our relationship, you always would um, stick to the words that I would use. Mm. You know, like, I don't know, not, not about the relationship itself, but like, talking about anything. Mm-hmm. And I would use a word, and you'd be like, oh, but you said that and I was like, okay but I, I just meant like in general you know mm-hmm. you're like okay but use this word yeah and I was like oh, okay yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know like I just meant that <laughs> you know I don't, I don't remember an example now but you were very aware of the words you use and that made me be more aware of the words I was using too yeah I'm I'm very cautious yeah how I speak in the words that I use when yeah. I communicate um, yeah I try to be very aware because I, I want people to know that I'm saying what I mean. Yeah, that's very important. Yeah. Because if, if I just use whatever words I want and I'm just trying to express something, then those words lose their meaning. Yeah. Like, if I expect you to assume mm-hmm. what I mean yeah. instead of just trying to be as clear as possible with the words that I say, then it makes it harder for you. And as I 
am able to speak, I'm able to also better understand myself and my own thoughts by being so clear. Um, yeah. But that is a, a digression. Um, let's pull back to being apart. Um, so for you, what are the what are the most challenging things of being apart? Oh, well, well, it's yeah. Well, that's a big question. Yeah. What were you gonna say? Like compliment. I was gonna add a um, a qualifying question at the beginning, which was, "Do you think that it's harder to be apart after having been together first? Yes. Even the two weeks. Yes. Yeah, I agree. Yes, because agree. when the first time, like before the first time we ever saw each other mm-hmm. in person, it's just expectation. Not, not expectation. It feels like an like, idea. It feels like, oh my God, I'm so excited. You know, yeah. Like, this You're is going to happen. All you have is you're looking you forward. You look forward. Yeah. You only look forward. You yeah. know, like, this yeah. is going to happen. Yeah. So it's hard to be apart. Yeah, but you don't know how it's like to be together. So yes. there's nothing to miss. It's an idea. Yeah. Yeah, it's an yeah. idea. So it's just like excitement, you yeah. know, like you're thrilled. You're like, yeah. oh my God, this is going to be so cool. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Versus when you have had the experience, there are things that you like, oh my God, I wanted that now. Uh-huh. You know, and I don't have it now. Because, yes. Well, and I know exactly what it feels like to have it. Yes. <laughs> and I can compare how I feel right now to that. Exactly. <laughs> and that's, uh, that's pretty treacherous. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah. It's hard. That's hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. yeah. Because you you can easily fall into that comparison circle. Um, and for us, it was it was worse, I would say, because we were apart and then it was COVID. Yes. So it was like, whoa, this... It was just paradise I, and I'm now. isolating myself <laughs> and then I'm isolating myself even more from everything. Yeah. So it's uh, like, yeah. 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 Just That's great cool. experience and then like, the world is ending. <laughs> like, what's yes. happening? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that was very, very... Just scary. a lot of question marks. Yeah. But at the same time, I think that the COVID thing, that probably took some some of the weight of the uncertainty out of the air, if that makes sense. Like, I think that the uncertainty was so wrapped up in COVID and not yes. in our relationship. Yes. To the point where it was like, oh... Like Let's the whole just world is uncertain. So yeah, exactly. What so are you gonna do? Okay, why, let, let's why just cr- move on. Why cry you know? about a little relationship? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, like what, what? Well, don't call it literally. <laughs> what are you doing here? I know. I was I was using the little reference in order I to know, I know, I know. compare it to how big the global. But yeah, like, and then like you, you, it didn't feel so lonely to be so uncertain because everybody else was so uncertain. Too. Sure. Yeah. Everyone else was in a bowl of shit. So. So yeah. So yeah. it's just yeah. We're all. Yeah, living this messed up life right now this year, so let's yeah. just do it together. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, exactly. You know, exactly. Like, yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. Yeah, I do find that though that made the the experience of twenty twenty not as bad as it could have been in terms of like say that that doesn't happen and my work changes or your work changes, like who's to say that we would end up in the place where we could Yeah work exactly. remotely the way that we are. Because, like about that time, when I left New York, back to Rio, and we were thinking about, oh, like, next time he is going to come. Mm-hmm. But I was just freaking out, like, how am I going to do? Because, like, if he's going to stay there, I need to ask for um, vacations 
from work and I don't know if I have the right to have more days because I already, already took all these days and yeah. breaking it here and it was just a big trouble in my head and I was like, oh my God, what am I going to do? How are we going to do this? Ah! Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I didn't have to think about that anymore because I got fired, so. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. 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 So, um, but yeah, things happen and like we just roll with the punches. That's right. <laughs> to use my mom's phrase. Yes. Um, yeah. Hello, Monica. <laughs> Hello, Monica. Um, yeah, I think that's that's right. Um, but let's dig into like what are the the hard things for you about being a bard. Um, it's hard to because it being a bard is hard. Sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the yeah. whole thing. Yeah. Well, I suppose. But okay. Go um, ahead. Yeah. Yeah of course the physical thing and and to me the physical thing that i miss is more like i cannot hold your hand mm-hmm. i cannot touch your arm while watching a movie yeah you know yeah i know like oh god that's horrible mm-hmm. yeah like i can't hug you at night you know it's just mm-hmm. basic things like things that are so little mm-hmm. or like i don't get to wake up and look at you or you yeah. know like yeah. oh it's just so much yeah and yeah I'd say that and I would say the other things that are are like both the good moments and the bad moments mm-hmm. because when you're having good moments and you're oh kind of wish this person were here too like on my birthday or, you know, when we're celebrating something yeah, or yeah. with friends and that. Yeah. You'd like to be here. It would be nice. Yeah. And also in the bad moments where you're feeling bad and miserable and you wanted someone to give you a hug and tell you, like, things and, like, be supportive and, like, be there. Yeah. You know? Even though you were always there for me, but, of course, not with your body. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you just need to feel the presence, too. Yeah. And that's challenging, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, I would say that. Those things. Yeah, those are... Those are really good points. Um, yeah, that stuff is hard for me, too, because... It goes back to that... Uh, goes back to the, the cherry analogy that I just made of, like... When that cherry of all the romantic things you can share with someone physically when that's not there like you realize that it's that it's not there you yeah you you feel it it's very tangible Mm -hmm. both with your eyes and how it feels inside like it's you can tell and that's hard to manage that and as you and i've talked about like i've and as I've written about, as I've talked about it on this podcast, like, for me, the physical stuff in relationships has always been, like, the most difficult aspect because I've overvalued them when I've not had them and I've undervalued them when I've had them. So I've never really been able to find that meaningful balance, especially even in my head, to, like, flip that switch to say, hey you don't need this. Like, this isn't the most important thing. Like you can let this go. Like you'll be all right. Like time will go. You'll, you'll be okay. You'll be just fine. And like focus on the things that you do have rather than this thing that you 
really want your desires pulling you toward but you you can't have like waiting for it being patient with it and allowing it to just be what it is like that's always been a big challenge for me and I've faced that mentally before our relationship during our relationship and to to work through that has always been like my biggest emotional challenge um, but I think that as time has gone on and as we've been willing to see each other where we are and to say hey like I know this is hard and hey this like I can't expect the world out of you here um, I can just expect that you do your best and that we work together and as we continue to build this thing over time we'll both get better and I just expect that you get better over time and that we can work toward finding a life that that allows us to be together that can like cut this thing out because yeah. um, I think you know a month is alright but once you get past that month it gets tough mm-hmm. at least that's that's what I've started to feel COVID was different. Um, no, it wasn't. I definitely missed you a lot um, in March, April 2020 for sure. Yeah. Throughout all that time, definitely would have liked you to have been up here or for me to be able to be with you. And that's why I went down there in December and spent all that time. And all that time in 2021 when we weren't together, I was very present. And even this last time, this shorter time, it was very hard, very, very hard um, to overcome that and to deal with that, you know? So, mm. but, but um, I think, like, that's a part of it. And to be able to work all that stuff out with the other person and to be honest with the person about it, like, that's huge. And for me to look at you and say, hey, I'm having a hard time with this. Like, this isn't easy. Um, And what we've learned is cultivating transparency, cultivating trust, and cultivating a relationship in which the other person feels encouraged to speak up about what they feel rather than shutting it down for the fear of how the other person will emotionally react. Like, that has been massive. And that's the thing that excites me the most about where we are right now is like we're in that really good place, like from the start all the way through, like even like through 2020, like that was pretty solid. Mm -hmm. And then the first time we spent together sort of fell off a bit and then sort of waned in that middle time, sort of fell off a little more during this last time together at the end of 21 and then sort of like burned out a bit. in January and then took us to really come together and say hey there's a there's a flame here we got to work on this thing and then for us to really build that up again to say hey you know what we're going to get our hands dirty and we're going to work on this we're going to find solutions we're going to make this happen sooner rather than later and we're going to do this thing and like that that willingness is huge to say hey we're not going to look at our problems as condemnations of our relationship, but rather opportunities for us to continue to grow together and to build something because (laughs) like the deeper you want to go is also like 
the harder you got to work and the more that you have to see under the surface. (laughs) So you've got to be willing to dig. Yeah. And I think that we have been. Um, It's something I've told you multiple times is your willingness to hear my frustrations and the challenges I was experiencing in those moments and to say, hey, you know what? I'm going to have the humility to say, this is something that I need to work on. This is something that is worthwhile to work on and this is something that I'm willing to listen to you about this is something that I'm willing to hear you where you are on this and to step forward and to try and to go into territory that was really uncertain and new for you like that's not easy stuff and that's stuff that I've grown to be really proud of you that you've done Um, and that I think allows relationships like ours to live on to to be what it has become and to continue to be that the two individuals are courageous enough to recognize the things that they need to work on what they are not yet and to work on them and to be transparent with the other person about it Um, it's not easy but it's it's tremendously meaningful and I know that as we continue to build our relationship we'll be able to look back on these times in in a, a positive way and we'll be able to smile at yeah. how important it was for us to dig in and to live all of that yeah exactly and to sit with all that stuff to be courageous to speak up to be courageous to have those conversations to make decisions to step into uncertainty and to try to make something of it um, which I think we've done yeah so I agree it's interesting our conversation about the bad things i think is is oddly shorter than the conversation about the good things because the the conversation about the bad stuff is pretty obvious yet it's it's heavier i know yeah it's the the magnitude of each of the elements it it weighs more on us yes and it weighs more on people because that's who we as humans are like we have loss aversion like we we are oriented to feel the negative Mm-hmm. Much more than to feel the positive, positive than to feel yeah. the positive. So. Definitely. Yeah. So besides the besides those things, are there any other things that you particularly miss, like small niche little things? Um. Yeah, I would say. I would say I miss the little um, particularities of a day, to day life, that you miss when you're apart like talking about little stuff like you know discussing little things mm-hmm. even like going to the store or um getting to talk about some very not important thing that happened that day sure but that you like will smith at the oscars yeah, I a know. A very not important thing that we talked about. <laughs> I, know. <laughs> I know. Or like showing a video on the internet that you just saw and it was... Like you know, how like... every single time that Paul Rudd goes on uh, Conan O'Brien's show, <laughs> he shows the same Mac and me clip. <laughs> yeah, that one. And you know, like having these little relaxed moments or like, you know, just seeing you and like the way that you do things. Um, the way that you cook or the way that you 
get to the phone to talk to someone or like you you're much better at that than i am to observe those things yes i would say so yes you're much better than i am you really pay attention to that stuff yeah for sure you're locked in it's crazy it's like really impressive it's not something that i can do yet it's okay we're different (laughs) yes we are different indeed um do you miss me eating the same thing every day? Yeah, that, 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 even that, you know? Do you miss eating the same thing every day? <laughs> I, don't, I don't eat the same thing every day when I'm with you. I am my own person. I eat what I want. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I do miss all of that. Even, yeah. Even when you do something and I'm like, <laughs> the force need to be in a certain way of the drive. <laughs> yep, yep. I am very particular. Um, yeah, yeah. That's the word. The particularities of the person. Yes, I agree. I agree. And there's some things where you're like, ah, oh, you know what? This stupid complaint is not in my ear all the time anymore. But then there's this other thing of, oh, you know what, like, I, I, I kind of like that complaint because that means a lot of other things. Yeah, It means exactly. that this person's here. I know. And, exactly. and there's a lot of good stuff. So. Anything else? Well, probably, yeah, but maybe we'll get to remember more of those when we talk more about it. Yeah. In in our next episode, we'll talk about. Yeah, one good thing about being a part is that you get to know a different culture. You get to know a different place, even from far. Yeah. Like a different yeah. way to live. Sure. That's yeah. Good too. Yeah, I think that that's fundamentally different. Yeah, my good thing about being a part is I've learned Portuguese, which is. Cool. <laughs> I know. So. Yeah. I know. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um. This has been good. Gabby needs to pee, so we're going to end the podcast here. Well, um, can we just cut it or pause <laughs> it for some time? Or is it not possible? I don't know if it's possible. We could, but is there other stuff you want to talk about? I don't know. Maybe. You want to think about it after you pee? Yeah, because okay. it's right. hard to think right now. All right. We'll pause and let you pee. Okay. Okay. <laughs> pee break finished. We're back. Um, <laughs> One little thing that I remembered is uh, I spend less money when you're not here. More. (laughs) (laughs) That's not my fault. (laughs) (laughs) It is and it isn't. (laughs) (laughs) So that, that that was my one thing that I thought over the last four minutes. Um, yeah, okay, fair, that's fair. Are there any other general thoughts that you have that you want to finish on? Um, yeah, I would say that even though it was really crazy and really uncertain, mm-hmm. it was also very, very meaningful to 
spend those first eight months just talking on the internet, you know, just mm-hmm. building whatever that was at the time. You know. Yeah. And to have the opportunity to be myself and like very open and vulnerable to whatever would come. Yeah. And yeah, it was just a big thing for me. Just very, very meaningful. Yeah, I I cannot agree more. For me that's like the the biggest great thing about being apart is when you actually come together everything means ten million times more than it would have meant if you didn't know the person when you were doing things with them. Yeah. Like that just is so clear to me. Like why does doing something with someone else mean something? The answer to that question is because you know that person and you're connected to that person, you care about that person, that person shares meaningful things with you, that person sees you, that person understands you, that person loves you. Like, that's why it's meaningful. That's why it matters. And, yeah, like, I, I can't say that enough. Like, I am incredibly happy that our relationship started the way that it did. Me too. Yeah. And I I wish more people could experience what that feels like. Like the first time you meet someone after eight months of knowing them and talking to them every day. Yeah. Coming to understand them, to care about them, to, to know how they think about the world. And to feel all of that upon meeting them and spending that time with them and knowing who you're sitting across from. It makes a tremendous difference. Yeah. And that's something that only we can really understand now. I have a, I have a couple friends who have built relationships this way yeah. and they have all told me the same thing. Yeah. When you meet someone in person, after you know someone online makes all the difference yeah all the difference and the way that you can feel with that person who you can be mm-hmm. who that yeah. other person can be and, and how you see it all it's just special yes and it it provides you with a base that you can really build something on and of course does it mean that it's all going to work every time we're all fallible. We're all incoherent. <laughs> We're all hypocritical. We all have pieces of ourselves that just don't add up sometimes. But when you can really lay yourself out on the line for someone else and really show them who you are before you meet them in person and then you are that person, that's... I don't know a better way to start a yeah. relationship. <laughs> I, I just don't. Right. I just don't. Yeah. I just wish more people could experience that. Because despite all the challenges, despite all the hardship of being apart, all the things you have to face in yourself and the other person, challenges, cultural differences, all these things. Like really building something with someone else, sharing that thing and developing it. It's irreplaceable. 
you know, I, I think it's just really, really hard to mimic if you're trying to develop a relationship in person in the same place because you, you have all of the ease of easily going to see that person, easily physically being with that person, yeah, doing, doing things to ignore the personal relationship part of it. Like, I mean. like you can just go and, and like decide to escalate physically. Like, you can start oh. to, like, have sex, and you can start to do all these things, which, yeah, like, create that connection between people, but it can also be something that people use as a distraction yeah. from getting to know the other person. But when you're apart, you have to. You have no other choice. Yeah. So, yeah, that, for me, carries so much weight. And I always recommend that to people. I'm like, dude, I wish that you could be in a relationship where you really got to know this person and not be able to touch them <laughs> for months. Yeah. And then meet them. Then go on a date with them. Then spend time with them. It's just a different thing. It's a really different thing. And it's a really special thing in my book. Sorry to make you cry so much over the last six minutes. Okay. <laughs> I expected that. <laughs> you did well over the first uh, first part. I know. This has really been a storm. <laughs> Good thing it's not recorded. <laughs> or a bad thing, because I wish people could see it. Because seeing you cry allows me to see how much it's meant to you. And that's that's a that's hard to to overcome. It's hard to ignore. Yeah. No, it's probably hard to talk right now. But <laughs> I'm gonna ask you: Is there anything else that's on your mind? <laughs> no, we've said everything perfectly. I am going to try to. Um. <laughs> Be less no wet. <laughs> less less podcast. wet. Less podcast. <laughs> the wet podcast. The wet podcast. <laughs> 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 That's good stuff. But yeah, this was fun. Cool. I love you. I love you too. And we'll do this again in three days. Great time. And then we'll do it three days after that. Yeah. Then three days after that. And then it'll have been 12 days. I know. That's pretty cool. All right. Is that it? Yeah. That's it. All right. See you all next time. Thanks for listening. Much, much love. And we'll talk soon. We will. Cheers. Bye.